Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of the Mind Rise podcast. I am so beyond grateful for all of you that have continued to listen to this podcast. Uh, quantity doesn't num- doesn't matter. Uh, scale doesn't matter. I I'm just so beyond blessed and happy that there are still a few of you that are willing to tune in. And listen to what I have to say. That really moves my heart and motivates me to keep on doing this. So, for those of you that are on the loyal MindRise team, and even if you pop in, watch a couple episodes, and then, you know, forget about it, I still really appreciate that too. So, before I get into the topic today, I just want to really thank everyone that has taken the 20, 30 minutes out of their day to listen to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you choose to listen to it on. I really am grateful for that, so thank you everyone. Today, uh, I was kind of influenced by a conversation I had with a friend of mine earlier this week. He texted me about some things that were going on in his life. And I kind of had a topic prepared for this podcast, but it kind of shifted because to the topic it is now because I think that a lot of young adults in particular in this in this age group and like the the 16 to 24 year old age demographic have experienced this stuff. And uh what I mean is today I will be talking about how a lot of us are missing the mark in relationships. And I don't mean like family relationships. Today I'm strictly going to be talking about like dating or, you know, people you've dated in the past or even are dating now. Why we as a society and, and young, younger people in particular, our age demographic, are really missing the mark. And I'm going to delve into that and open up about some things that I've went to and then anonymously share my friend's story and just sort of give you guys uh, an, an idea of what kind of goes on. A lot of you are probably already very familiar with the tendencies, tactics, uh, habits of younger people when it comes to finding the one or the partner of their life and I kind of want to open up the ground to talk about that and if you guys have something to say or or anything to comment on I'd love to hear that as well you could shoot me a message at my Instagram or I believe you can also comment on anchor.com and the link in my Instagram bio with voice messages so that would be cool never heard that before so if you feeling bold that would be pretty awesome. 
uh, getting back on track again. So, why we're missing the mark in relationships. Alright, so, it is now 2020. Uh, 2019 and 2018 were not exactly good years for me. A lot of you can probably relate. And uh, it's not so much the year that we're going to be focusing on right now. It's it's sort of like the past five years. Uh, internet dating and dating apps have taken the world by storm. Instant gratification is just a swipe right or a swipe left away. Uh, it's It's super, super accessible to anyone and everyone. And all these apps are designed to just feed your dopamine hits, give you that constant need of pleasure and satisfaction within seconds. And uh, there were a few articles that I read online kind of talking about the dangers of internet dating and using dating apps like Tinder and Bumble and all those other ones that sure many of you know about. But Tinder and Bumble are definitely the huge ones. And uh, I think there can be a misconception nowadays. Or it's kind of, I I think, and you guys, I'd be curious to hear your input too. I think a lot of people are becoming convinced that you can't meet anyone unless you use a dating app. Which is kind of sad, to be honest. I mean, there's so many people in the world and we as a culture have resorted to using dating apps to find uh, our soulmate or our partner for the future but then i think we have to rewind the clocks a bit and really analyze uh the point of these apps right so i have a couple friends that that have met their significant other on dating apps and they're still together and they have a really happy relationship. But I think that's definitely an outlier and not a consistent statistic when it comes to the success rate of these things. I think, lone and behold, a majority of the reason why people utilize these dating apps, and this is just my perspective, Feel free to disagree, but I think the majority of the reason people utilize these dating apps is not to get in serious relationships. Um, it's just, you know, for hookups. It's just for casual dates. And and that's the other thing. I, I was kind of like blown away uh, by, and I've experienced this too, by the the realization that we live in such a commitment phobic era right now. Like young people are just, they don't want to commit to anyone. You know, we're, we're picking these photos that we're going to display on the internet. And these four or five photos in this short little bio is supposed to be our reason for someone to like us. And it's not until we meet that person in real life where we, we honestly get a genuine an authentic grasp on who they are and if they're actually compatible or not. From a very two-dimensional, sensual standpoint, uh, 
we can match with thousands of people, you know, just purely based on looks. But I'm sure we all know by now that that only takes you so far. Looks fade, right? Everything, everything fades in the midst of new realizations of of characteristics or personality flaws, and there's there's so much more to this puzzle of meeting someone through the internet and not to mention that all you know alone and be and, and above all i'm sure you all have heard of catfishing too there's just there's a there's a devious part to all this too right that people could be lying people could be showing you fake photos or edited it's just there's so many possibilities for deception over these dating apps and, and stuff related to this nature that it's almost really hard to know what you're getting into the concept of actually meeting someone in real life has become so alien to us and why is that so much that we genuinely believe technology is the only way to find love uh i there was a number of of dates oh i don't know well majority of them didn't really even pan out as dates um i tried to you know i i literally i put a lot of effort into trying to meet up with these girls this was all before i met delaney i put a lot of effort into trying to meet up with these girls and be genuine and like okay like hey would you like to go get coffee somewhere or meet up and at at the library or go watch a movie stuff like that uh, and and so many of these girls, and I'm sure it's the same for for guys too. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I mean, I don't know. I'm not on the other side of that spectrum. But so many of these girls, they would be super interested in like what I presented online, you know, like super flirtatious and, and like whatever stuff like that. And then when it came to actually like meeting up with them in real life they just like ran for the hills they like disappeared they ghosted it's just just shut off this just a blink uh a dust cloud in in the wind it, it's we it was really weird and this wasn't just something that happened one or two times this happened multiple times and i would always get the excuses like oh i'm super busy like i work a lot of jobs and it's just like, oh, maybe next weekend or I'm doing this with my friends. And it was just this aversion to actually meet up in real life. Because I don't know if it was like an insecurity thing. It's, it's, a, it's a cultural thing. If we're just so scared to portray our real life selves and our cyber personalities have taken over. I don't exactly know what it is. But it was really strange, and I'm sure other guys have experienced this too. It wasn't just one or two incidents. It was multiple. And uh, it was just... It kind of sucked, to be honest. It, I mean, it didn't kind of suck. It did suck. Because I'm sitting here thinking like, Okay, well, these people are definitely interested in my body, and these physically limiting things i have to offer but they don't really want a relationship and unfortunately i think that's a truth for a lot of young people today they don't really want a relationship nobody wants to be 
we've all heard the nobody wants to be tied down, right? They don't want an anchor on, over their ankles. You know, they don't want to be held back. Like I said earlier, we live in a very commitment phobic culture. I, I don't know why that's becoming more of a prevalent reality for us right now, but it's it's true, especially in the 18 and 24 year old demographic and it's probably spreading to ages below that and even above who knows uh another huge thing why i think we're missing the mark in relationships not only because online dating has totally twisted our view on what a partner is supposed to offer us and what we're supposed to give back uh online dating i mean just point like fact period exclamation point online dating and the internet is setting super unrealistic expectations for young people for for anyone i mean it really is we see other people most frequently our friends so happy uh, in their posts, leaving song lyrics for their Insta captions with their significant other, with this this snow globing and acting so, and, and feeling the need to constantly, constantly, like shout out to the world that you're doing so well in your relationship and that everyone else needs to know about it because there's some other insecurities deep down there. I, it's it's a very exceptional real thing that's going on and it's not just from what i've witnessed i've had friends of mine tell me the same thing uh it's never enough i i think a lot a lot of couples um are in competition with everyone else because everyone else is setting the bar for how to make your partner swoon over you or how to make someone fall in love with you it's it's like we've gotten away from genuinely and authentically loving someone for who they are and we've sort of shifted the dynamic into something like okay well since i live in a commitment phobic era and i don't really want to get tied down and this casual dating is sort of nice i'm going to sort of treat my partner like a trophy and post as many glorious and amazing pictures and videos of how cute we are together in as little possible time as I can to give everyone and deceive everyone else that my life is perfect. Now, of course, this narrative is just a generalization. I'm not saying this happens for everyone. I want to give that disclaimer. This is just kind of what I've observed in limited situations. So, Again, this is not something that happens to everyone. This is just what I've observed and I'm sure others have observed it too. Um, not only do we have a lot of couples in competition with each other, a lot of this boils down to the narcissism and the narcissistic culture we're living in and feeding into. And with this narcissism, right, with this narcissism, comes aversion to commitment as well because you got to think about this right you got to think if you're only looking out for your own best interest and you're not looking out for your significant other or, or your partner or your 
friend or whatever. People, that's another thing I've, I've noticed. A lot of young people do not like labeling things. But back to my point. If you're self-righteous and very prideful and you have this tendency to be narcissistic uh, and you're not going to really care about the other person, um, you're going to constantly be scanning to see if there's someone better, right? See if there's somebody that can fulfill your needs just a little higher. And with this narcissism, uh, I think that also feeds into this fear of missing out that a lot of uh, young adults are experiencing in this culture, this fear of missing out. So you'll be, or they'll be with a partner and like, man, like they're probably like a 10 out of 10. Like everyone keeps on saying it, but because of what they've consumed online or because of what they've seen in other people's lives, they're like, yeah, I mean, she's okay, but yeah, maybe I'll try to go for someone else. You know, we're not really serious right now. We're just kind of casually dating. So, yeah, since we're casual, since I'm not tied down, I have that wiggle room to sort of nudge myself into the opportunity of getting someone worthier of my affection. And that, I mean... I'm sure you could just tell, like, listening to that, that that's so twisted, right? These people end up feeling broken, used, washed up. Like, why do you think we have so many people with deep-seated insecurities about receiving love and then pushing the bar super low because they've gotten done dirty in so many other relationships, they've gotten screwed over that they end up settling for someone who treats them like crap because they think that's the love they, they deserve. It's it's like messing up the fabric of, of our society. I, I hope you guys can see this too. I hope I'm not the only one that sees this because it's really like, it's really kind of messing, messing around with the elements and the order and it's, it's just causing causing complete chaos is what it's causing and that just and then it's caught and then when these people come out of these relationships feeling like they're not good enough then you know that carries into new relationships and then that's just the primer for self-destruction and new ones all these insecurities and all of these setbacks and all of these fall faults and flaws all of these carry over and it's like poisoning <laughs> it's like poisoning the the awesomeness of being with someone and loving them and staying committed i mean it's it's totally ruining that and it makes me sad it makes me really sad cuz i've seen this my whole life and i think it's only getting worse it's only getting worse with with this internet fame and and us treating our partners like like car leases instead of long-term commitments it it's just it sucks it's heartbreaking loyalty is not something to be laughed at loyalty is not something that is taboo or that's not cool anymore and of course that's my opinion but i stand firmly behind that 
uh, I think a real man or woman, when you get to that point in your life, really understands the benefit and authenticity of loyalty and would not trade it for the world if you have your priorities straight. I really stand behind that. Uh, it's just sad to see to see this. Uh, many young adults, we, you know, we live in an era where everyone's Tinder obsessed, strictly casual daters. We get in this habit of oversharing on social media and overcompensating for these cultural growing pains that we're experiencing. So we just have to put out more and more um, spicy content to dumb down the fact that, okay, maybe we should actually talk about things in our relationship. Um, um, no, that's too much work, you know. That's the other thing. Communication has gone out the window of a lot of relationships as well as what I've been seeing. It is, uh, it takes too much time for people. It's a burden. And if you're with someone who you want to be with and it's a burden to communicate with them, you should consider that a loss and, and really reevaluate why you're in that relationship because every single relationship requires communication and trust and loyalty in order to grow and blossom into something beautiful and great and i really mean that and again we're missing the mark in relationships because with our online dating our obsession with that right we're constantly being detached from actual people um, scrolling through strangers' Instagram profiles, Tinder bios, it creates a fear of the intimacy we crave. Millennials don't have the skills to translate our desire for personal connections from the computer screen to real life. Hence, all the ghosting and failed Tinder dates, I'm sure everybody has experienced some manifestation of that. And because of this lack of commitment, then we get into... The, the problem of like serial dating people jumping from partner to partner it's never enough it's it's never enough it's there's always something better because of that fomo that fear of missing out it's it's really devastating to hear this uh, oh i kind of wanted to open it up as i was researching some of this stuff i came across some and I'm sure some of you have heard these things, but came across some interesting, um, I don't know, what are they called? Like slain words or keywords that young adults or millennials have used in when it comes to dating or relationships. I'm familiar with a few, but there's, there's a few that I haven't heard of. First off, breadcrumbing. So breadcrumbing is another way to say leading someone on. It involves leaving a trail of flirtatious text messages or showing affection on social media without any intention of ask, of actually asking the person out. Uh, if someone is breadcrumbing you, you, maybe they'll actually ask you out, but they always end up canceling or changing plans last minute. When I read that, I was like, ooh, that's definitely happened to me. That's definitely happened to me more times than I'm willing to admit. Uh, ghosting. Everyone's heard about ghosting. Uh, 78% of, of millennials admit 
they have been ghosted on. Ghosting is exactly what it sounds like. The person disappears on you, stops contacting you, and essentially cuts off all communication, sometimes out of the blue. Uh, another unhealthy dating term is microdating. Microdating is defined as engaging in small acts which result in developing an emotional attraction to the other person while dating someone else. These acts include texting, have their na- having their name on your phone under an alias name. No physical contact takes place, but it opens the door for something more to develop. As the relationship grows, opportunities and likelihood of actual cheating increases dramatically. So basically, in layman's terms, like like a side hoe or like a side side bay, it, not recommended. Benching. Similar to the sports term, usually takes place in the beginning stages of a relationship. You've been on several dates and it seems to be going well while the other party often continues to text or contact you. They have yet to ask you out again. Benching opens up the door for transitioning into breadcoming and eventually ghosting. Uh, All of these trends, guys, all these trends reveal an aversion to conflict and confrontation. We... Millennials, young adults, we don't have the courage to actually break up with someone I was reading. Thus, a lot of us use one of these methods to distance themselves from that person until the person gives up, loses interest, or gets the message. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot of content to wrap your head around, but I think it's all very valid and true. Um, most definitely. We're kind of going to open this up to a little, um, after sharing all those dating dating terms, to a little story hour. So I was definitely the recipient of all of these. One of the most memorable ones that I have, um, I won't go into too much detail, but basically it was off of, I think it was off of Tinder, I think, when I was using it. And I went out to I went out to this city where this this chick lived it was like a one and a half hour drive so it was it was definitely out of my way and I went on a date with her and uh you know it was seemed okay the interest that she showed in me online compared to the interest she was showing in me in real life when I saw her though was like night and day I was like okay like, what's going on? Like, am I just awkward? Do I not know how to talk to girls? Like, what's... This vibe isn't mirroring. And it was odd. So, we went out to lunch. You know, I thought it went pretty well. Um, complimented her. Seemed like people didn't compliment her enough. So, she definitely appreciated that. And uh, I tried to set up, like, another date or something and drive home uh never contacts me again shuts me out definitely ghosted me and yeah and it was just no with no without any explanation as to why or anything you know i would have at least appreciated like yo like i really can't do this right now just school's too crazy like even then i'd be like "Eh, okay but it would give me closure so without that i was like oh well what the heck that it sucks yeah, and then and then my other friend that gave me the inspiration to talk about something like this on the podcast, he had a scenario happen to him. He was talking to this girl for like seven months and she was like leading him on. 
he was trying so hard to like link up with her and hang out, get coffee, just be genuinely like interested and want to talk to this girl. And he went to a concert with her and she ended up like just not showing her best colors for lack of a better term um, with some substances that she consumed throughout the night and it was just made it awkward for him and uh basically after she was leading him on he kind of like to stop talking to her and uh and yeah and then she ended up texting him that like the, the well there's the other thing she would only respond to him when he acted like when he sounded desperate or like really needed help with something so Here's one thing that I want to get across. Ladies, gentlemen, do not pursue someone. Do not try to get with someone who genuinely isn't interested in you. And there might be that momentary attraction, physical attraction, all that. Like, I'm physically, oh, I'm, I'm strictly speaking, do not pursue someone. Do not waste your time and effort into someone that isn't giving you that energy back. Do not waste your time. And I've been guilty of this. I know how much this sucks. Do not waste your time dumping out your emotions and your time and your energy into someone who doesn't have the capacity or nor wants to give that back. I know how draining that is. It sucks. It really does. But the fact remains... If someone is interested and someone wants to talk to you and go out on dates, they will make time. Period. Done. Like, I could end the podcast right here. They will make time for you if they're genuinely interested. As you will make time for them. That's with relationships. That's with friends. That's with any meaningful connection you have with someone else. If they value your friendship your relationship, they will make time. I cannot stress that enough. A lot of us are getting so drawn in to dumping out our finances, our lives, our emotions to people that genuinely don't care. I I get passionate about this too because I've experienced this and I know what it's like to have someone that gives the energy back and genuinely cares about you and has an authentic presence in your life. And I am forever grateful that I found that in in uh, in the person I'm with now. It's extraordinary. So please, everyone, do not settle for someone who isn't going to be pushing back that energy that you're throwing at them. It's not worth it. It exacerbates all of the problems we have with dating culture today. Please Whatever you do, try not to get mixed up into that. So, getting back to the story about my friend. Basically, he's not talking to the the girl anymore. He reached out to me, asked for my advice, and I essentially just told him what I told you guys. And he really appreciated uh, my response. But, but, yeah, guys, it's just... It's, it's not a fun thing to undergo. A lot of this behavior and these tendencies and these attitudes and habits is a big reason why I truly believe that marriage is dying. Uh, 
I'm not saying that people have to get married. I'm not saying that just because you're dating someone you have to get married, but it really isn't as bad as everyone thinks it is. Um, of course, I'm not married yet, but just viewing it from a subjective standpoint and even seeing my parents' relationship, for a marriage to last, you must learn to deal with conflict and confront an issue that stands between you and your spouse. This is like a human trait. If you can't learn to communicate and deal with confrontation, you're just going to kind of be, you're going to be floating in like this limbo state for the rest of your life. Uh, marriage and relationships, commitments, when you make it under that vow, it's for life. It's not just when it's convenient for you. Unfortunately, these dating trends and terms show a strong lack of commitment against millennials. Um, I think strong relationships, I'm going to close with this. I think strong relationships and marriage will always be the building block of a stable society. Um, the formation and training of the next generation is and will always start at home and is entrusted to the father and mother of their desired offspring, of, well, of their offspring, not to say, yeah, of their offspring. To say this can be changed or altered go, goes against all that science and humanity has shown us. So... We're doing a lot of things wrong. We're missing the mark in relationships, but I want to encourage those of you that are cultivating genuine and good relationships and you're committed and you communicate, like, bravo to everyone who's doing that. Like, seriously, bravo. Like, I cannot give you guys enough praise and props. Like, that is awesome. Because, like I just read, that is where the foundation, the building block of these new generations, that is where it begins. So for people that are taking the time to still create and center their lives around that model, thank you. Seriously. You guys rock. And... That's it, guys. Thank you for hearing me talk and uh, rant a little bit. I I enjoy talking about this. I kind of had a passionate discussion with my friend last night. But thank you again. Thank you again for tuning in and hearing me talk. Again, tell your friends about the Mind Rise podcast if you can. Spread the word. Like I said, I have a link to it in my bio. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I will see you guys next week. Have a great day.